Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley Jr., MD, joins me on MSU today to elaborate on topics he discusses in his May 2022 Spartan Community Letter, which you can read by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. Sir, thank you for joining me again. I always appreciate your willingness to share your insights on MSU today. It's always a pleasure, Russ. Always. So we recently brought a very successful academic year to a close this month with graduation ceremonies honoring 6,917 undergraduate degree earners and 2,684 advanced degree recipients. What struck you and will stay with you about this spring ceremonies? It was wonderful, first of all, to be in person. Um, we had the opportunity because of low COVID transmission to be without masks for people who didn't want a mask. And so that was great. So there was really a sense of being together that we haven't had, I think, in prior ceremonies. And so that made it very exciting. And the turnout was phenomenal, as you said. And of course, the number of graduates, uh, you know, it's probably near record numbers. So I think Steve Smith gave a remarkable speech where he talked about how much Michigan State University has been, meant to him, talked about obviously his relationship with his mother, um, the transitional gifts he's given to the university to help student athletes, but really said that for him, the competition, even though he played against people like Michael Jordan, was always with himself to do better and reminded us that that's where the competition should be. It's not about beating others so much. It's about pushing yourself to be the best you can be. And I thought that was a great message for our graduates. I thought it was great, too. He made the distinction between achievement and fulfillment, which was was spot on. And in addition to celebrating our graduates' accomplishments, you helped honor outstanding faculty and academic staff this month at the annual All-University Awards Convocation and support staff in the annual Jack Breslin Distinguished Staff and Ruth Jamison Above and Beyond Awards presentations. You always say MSU's people are the heart and soul of the university. Well, of course, we've made them, you know, part of the central center of our strategic plan, uh, and that's faculty and staff achievement and development are key to us, and helping our faculty and staff reach their full potential, and then recognizing the extraordinary work they do is an important part of that strategic plan. So these ceremonies obviously are our chance to say thank you and recognize people who are doing exemplary work for the university. And it's a wonderful honor for me to be a part of that. Uh, the provost is a part of it as well, generally. Uh, and it's exciting. It's exciting to meet the people. They often they're accompanied by their families. So the families take joy in the accomplishments of their loved ones. And it's just another set of great ceremonies. This is why I love the spring semester at Michigan State University is the chance to do these kinds of things and acknowledge and recognize the key people who help make this university work. And the U.S. Senate approved President Joe Biden's nomination of MSU economist and Professor Lisa Cook to the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. She's the first Black woman to sit on the board, which sets monetary policy for the nation's central bank, a, a feather in the cap for Dr. Cook and MSU. Absolutely. I've had a chance to talk to her several times during this process, and she's an extraordinary person, uh, in addition to being an extraordinarily qualified candidate for the Federal Reserve Board. Um, and her background, scholarly activity, I think, make her a unique choice. And again, it's a feather in our cap, as you said. Uh, and it's a reminder that in, uh, it's also is true that MSU economics professor, the late Andrew Brimmer, Brimmer was the first black man to serve on the board from 1966 to 1974. So uh, economists from Michigan State have been groundbreaking in a number of ways. And I think is again, a, a testimony to our accomplishment uh, and to our role to try and be inclusive in, in the talent we recruit and nurture at Michigan State. 
Another distinguished Spartan you'll be honored to introduce at an upcoming recognition event is Executive Vice President for Academic Affairs and Provost Teresa K. Woodruff, named a Distinguished Woman in Higher Education Leadership by the American Council of Education, Michigan Women's Network. So Provost Woodruff is extraordinarily accomplished, and this is one of many honors that she's had. Of course, she's a member of the National Academy of Medicine, a member of the National Academy of Inventors, and she's really a champion for our university and its academic mission and a champion for students and faculty and staff. And I think uh, you can see that from what she does, that she really lives the strategic plan and putting them first. Uh, and it's wonderful for her to be acknowledged in this way. Um, she is a leader in higher education. She is a leader in Michigan. And I think we're very fortunate that she's working at Michigan State University. And Provost Woodruff welcomed you into the membership of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. Congratulations. It's, it's remarkable, and I'm still humbled uh, by this award and very appreciative to those who elected me to this very prestigious society. When you're in a society that contains Thomas Jefferson, uh, posthumously, of course, um, but Thomas Jefferson and, and, and others, um, it's, it's remarkable. And this is a group that really puts as its goal um, bringing together the talent from the United States and the world and bringing that talent to bear on critical issues um, for our society. And so it's not just an honorary society, but rather publishes reports, uh, investigates, re does research on critical issues facing the nation, again, using the expertise of its members to do that. So I look forward not just to being a member and being surrounded by so many very accomplished people, but also the opportunity to give back and to do work with the academy uh, on issues that are important, including things like global pandemics, which are area of interest for me, uh, and of course, higher education and the impact we can have on these, on these global challenges. And this year's Times Higher Education Impact Rankings, which assesses progress toward the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, ranked MSU number 33 in the world and number two in the nation among participating universities. We're very green in many ways, aren't we? This is really wonderful and the, the Sustainable Development Goals or SDGs really span a number of areas, including things like food security where Michigan State University has very powerful uh, research efforts. And so, you know, from food to poverty, this really reflects the breadth of our efforts in MSU and actually helps us achieve one of our strategic plan goals uh, quite early in the process. And now we have to continue to maintain it and sustain it, um, no pun intended. Um, but we're very proud of this work we do. It's a nice category to take a look at, set of categories to take a look at, because they really do speak to impact around the world of an institution. So very proud to be ranked so highly on this. Need to do work to continue it, but also nice to check one box, at least on the strategic plan. We achieved another major milestone this month with the opening for user operations of the facility for rare isotope beams, a new and important gem for MSU. This is, a, you know, one of the highlights and going to be, you know, as I look back at my career at MSU is going to be one of the highlights that I had the opportunity to cut the ribbon um, for EFRIB. Um, this has been an incredible effort for not just Michigan State University, but the state of Michigan uh, and people who came together to make this possible. 
Um, this event came 13 years after the Department of Energy Office of Science awarded uh, the, the project MSU and eight years after we broke ground for a $730 million facility. So it's already had a significant economic impact from the jobs it created in Michigan, but it's going to have more going forward. And EFRIB is really, you know, a very cool machine. It basically accelerates particles at half the speed of light, collides them, and allows you to produce new isotopes that have never been seen before, as well as take a look at astrophysics in terms of things like how stars are formed and, and so on, and so how the universe really came to be. So it's both basic and applied research can arise from it. And, you know, MSU has the number one nuclear physics graduate program in the country. This facility helps ensure that we can keep that ranking. Uh, we generate 10% of the nuclear scientists that are graduated every year. That's amazing for MSU. And this is going to help us keep that lofty status uh, and continue to have an impact on nuclear physics here and around the world. There are some new Spartan leaders on their way to campus. Yolando Jackson will be the new dean for MSU's world-renowned College of Education. At Wharton Center, Eric Olmscheid has been selected to succeed Mike Brand as executive director. And Spartan Hockey has a new head coach and alumnus, Adam Nightingale. Your thoughts on these additions to the MSU family? Well, Professor Jackson is going to be, I think, outstanding as the dean of the MSU College of Education, of course, which is the top-ranked college of education in the country and, and number two to through four in the world, depending on the rankings you look at. Um, he's going to also hold the title of MSU Foundation Professor of Education. Um, he is a founder and director and chief research scientist at Wisconsin's Equity and Inclusion Laboratory. So this also fits in, obviously, with the work we're doing at DEI on campus. And he's an expert uh, in this area. So very excited about his arrival. Um, Eric uh, Omscheld. Uh, Omshad rather comes to us from uh, uh, Des Moines, um, where he's been director of programming at Des Moines Performing Arts. Um, he led a significant programmatic, programmatic expansion there, built a comprehensive education program, and expanded community partnerships, all of which are things we want to see continue uh, at Wharton Center. So, very excited about his leadership. And Adam Nightingale has had two seasons as the head coach of the U.S. National Team Development Program. So, he's had a lot of experience working with young athletes, and now they're going to be student athletes and helping form them into uh, outstanding hockey uh, players and outstanding people. And he's also been a Spartan student athlete. He was a two-year alternate captain. So uh, he brings the roots and connections to, to the green and white, um, but also um, the experience at the National Hockey League and coaching some of the most talented young hockey players in the country. So we're very excited about having him come. And two longtime Spartan coaches are retiring. MSU's winningest men's tennis coach, Gene Orlando, is retiring after completing his 31st season and recording 361 victories. In addition, women's softball coach Jackie Joseph announced her retirement from coaching after 29 seasons, also as the winningest Spartan coach in her sport with 753 wins here. So I've gotten to know Coach Orlando well. Um, tennis is an interest of mine to, to, to play, actually, and so I've gotten to know him in that regard as well as the women's coach as well. Um, and, you know, he's been a legend here. Um, his dedication to MSU is extraordinary. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing to be at a place for that number of years and to have the kind of success he's had. So we, obviously everyone, including me, particularly wish him all the best um, as he goes forward. Uh, and then Jackie Joseph, also a legend, you know, 29 seasons 
um, as you said, the winningest coach here, and she's going to remain with the athletics department in an administrative role. And she's really been an advocate for women in sports. And I think that's the role she's going to play is continue to, to push us um, to make sure that we're living up to the promise of Title IX and giving women every opportunity to succeed uh, and student athletes to succeed in women's sports. And I know you're monitoring the state appropriations uh, situation, sir. Since 1985, state support has fallen from 58% to just 20% of MSU's general operating budget, shifting financial burden to students and families. What are you watching for throughout this year's process? And what is the Spartan Advocate Program? So we're really working to try and get some at least modest increases in funding, um, as we've talked about. And so we would like to see that go to our base uh, funding, um, or certainly we'll take some one-time money as that's available as well, but we're really interested in increasing the base funding going forward. And both the executive budget as well as the Senate budget do have increases, uh, significant increases built into the budgets. The House budget, unfortunately, does not do that. The House budget provides some money for other projects, capital projects, but doesn't really raise the state allocation. So we really are hoping that something comes out of the, from the executive uh, recommendations or from the Senate recommendations and we get close to that kind of number, that would make a huge difference for us, not just now, but in the future, obviously, in the sense that it's added to base budget. And, you know, higher education is so critical for Michigan's future, um, you know, and com- particularly our competitiveness. And we have a Spartan Advocate Program in the Office of Government Relations um, that allows people to get engaged, to find ways to reach out to your elected officials, to tell them how important Michigan State is, how much it's meant to you or your families and the lives you lead. Um, It's amazing that people don't always recognize, I think, uh, you know, the value of higher education. And I think it's, 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 it's somewhat disappointing to me that we spend a lot of time trying to convince people, but the return on investment from tax dollars that comes in to support Michigan State University or other educate, other institutions of higher education in Michigan is incredible. People's lifetime earnings go up. Uh, people's health improves um, with a college degree. It really makes a difference in so many facets of people's lives. So I encourage people to, to consider joining um, the advocate program. Um, we need all the help we can get here. And your voices often are heard more loudly than mine. Um, people see me as advocating for the institution. It's part of my job as they see it. But when you do it, it's your, not your vocation, but rather what you care about. And I think that's very important to elected officials. And any final thoughts, sir, as we head into the summer, what will you be thinking about as fall isn't too far behind? Well, I've told my, you know, I've told students and I've told certainly faculty and staff to find time for yourselves this summer. Um, Those of us who've gone through the past few years and all of us have, uh, have know the kind of stresses that people have been under in so many different jobs, so many different areas uh, that that we all have encountered. Um, So I think the opportunity to take some time and relax, I think is important. I plan to do some of that for sure. And I've encouraged all the people who work with me at Michigan State University to do the same. And for our students, it's it's okay to take some summer courses. That's good to get ahead. But, you know, try and find some time to relax and recharge, particularly for those of you coming back, because we'll have an exciting fall. And I think a big class coming in for this fall, and we'll find out more about that later. Well said, sir. That's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D. You can read the Spartan Community Letter that President Stanley has been discussing by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu, and you can follow President Stanley on Instagram at msupresstanley. And I'm Russ White for MSU Today.